Welcome back to the Profitable Python. I'm your host, Ben McNeil, and on this episode, I want to talk with you folks about getting the deal done, or in other terms, uh, you know, actually getting your client to swipe their card because they are super excited to do business with you, and how everything leading up to that point, there's a, there's a flaw in some reasoning that that I just wanted to bring to the public's attention. Anyone listening to this podcast, this will totally benefit you. Um, what am I getting at here? So in every, so, well, first of all, let me just set the stage for this. Even if you're not exchanging something that requires a visa card to be swiped, many exchanges that occur with people, even if it's a, even if it's a favor, for example, or, a guest appearance on another podcast. Like anytime you are trying to, uh, for lack of better words, get somebody to do something, there has to be a certain structure in place or a certain framework that you operate in. And I'd love to have some friendly disagreement with you folks out there that see things a little differently. From my experience, in order for a transaction to occur, anything from asking my wife, hey, do you mind doing this for me, for example, or getting somebody to buy a course from me, for example, or even at work, trying to get the boss to say, yes, go ahead and purchase that software, or yes, go ahead and spend time building out that feature in the software. Hopefully, you're kind of seeing a pattern here. Basically, you have to get you have to get their buy-in so the person or people that you're working with and then the question the next question would be how do you get their buy-in well usually what it comes down to is a form of communication where you have the ability to show that what you are trying to actually put this energy into the having that transaction occur is somehow benefiting them. So I I mean for example, if I'm trying to get somebody on my podcast, I mean there's probably somebody out there that is just dying to get on a podcast. So, you know, if I reached out to that person, I could say, "Hey, I have a podcast." And before I could get out of my mouth the rest of the sentence, they would say, "Hey, can I be a guest on your podcast?" Okay. That's maybe happened never. I've had some people reach out to me to be on the show, but even then they they kind of pitched me on the idea of why they think they would be a good guest on my show, for example. Usually it's the other way around though, where I'm kind of going out there looking for the right people that would kind of fit the niche of the podcast and then I'm sending sending out pitches. You could think about, and part of the pitch is that I'm trying to show them how becoming a guest on this podcast is going to benefit them. Now, it doesn't have to be like if you're looking at a pizza, it doesn't have to mean that they get the entire pizza type thing. And that's actually a sales tactic that I talk about in the entrepreneur course that I have, but basically there's a there's a tactic where the way that you pitch it can seem like they're getting the entire pizza 
even though you might feel like you're getting the entire pizza. And that's kind of the way you package your pitch. And this isn't, this isn't being ethical or unethical. Like if you're being unethical, that's just plain wrong. But there's a way to kind of package the deal where they might feel like they're getting the whole pizza. But without getting too far off into the weeds here, I wanted to specifically talk with you folks about structuring your pitch in a way where the other party understands the benefit they will get from it. And if you're not, if you're not practicing this, I mean, think, of, think about every transaction that you go through on a daily basis. And a transaction could be anything from actual like swiping your credit card to try just a communication engagement that you have with somebody where you're trying to leverage them somehow. And again, like I'll bring this up, like it's not like an ethics thing. Um, if something is unethical, you know, that like it's just plain wrong. But there is times where maybe you're trying to get somebody to do something where you would hope that your request is a higher priority than what they kind of have in their current priority structure. So it takes a little bit of work, but I've just, this is a concept that's been on my mind for a long time because, uh, you know, when it, when it comes to like getting clients and pitching kind of your skills, monetizing your programming skills, especially when you don't have a brand to leverage or any, um, uh, customer reviews or anything like that, which, you know, when you're starting out, that's exactly how you start out. So how, you know, how are you able to actually get that first client? For example, what it boils down to is making sure that they understand what they're getting out of it. Once that is clear, it's like a no brainer. And the way that you deliver that kind of shows whether or not they want to do business with, with you. So yeah, this, uh, this is probably one of those things that, I mean, you know, tattoo it into your brain that if, so if you're not getting the results that you want, we can kind of frame it that way. You want this particular outcome, but you're having a hard time getting people to kind of go for it. You have to kind of wonder getting back to like the whole extreme ownership thing, like, you know, you, you might at first kind of think, oh, like it's something wrong with these people, for example, like they just don't get it type thing. But in re in reality, if you believe in the extreme ownership concept, what's really happening is your pitch isn't good enough. Ouch. That hurts, right? But bottom line, once, once you can kind of get over the stinging pain of that realization, it's pretty liberating because that means you can go back to work on refining your pitch and figuring out what people will respond to and how to kind of structure it in a way where it's a no brainer for people. So, you know, for those of you that are, I, I keep going back to the whole podcast thing because that's pretty tangible for me right now. Like, like I've, I've gotten some pretty cool guests on the show and I'm pretty sure there's no way they would have ever come on the show if they didn't understand what was kind of in it for them, for example. And this goes for anything, folks. Like even when you, even when you're at the grocery store buying food, you know, you might, you might buy 
something that's uh, like basically an incentive to buy one product over another. Because in the end, you know, you could argue they're all kind of like made out of the same ingredients. Like if you're, if it's like a cereal box or a beef jerky or something like that, like, you know, it's the beef jerky, you know, it's all pepper and beef. So why do you buy one over the other? One aspect of it is you could argue it's brand. The other aspect is one package is kind of communicating the benefits of doing business with that package more than another package. So maybe it has something along the lines of like, maybe it looks healthier. Maybe you get more actual dry weight for the, for a similar price. Maybe they're donating a portion of the proceeds to charity and you believe in, in their, in the cause that they're donating to. So hopefully this is clicking a little bit. I feel really passionate about this. We go into this fairly deep in the entrepreneur course that I'm in because I'm convinced any money that I've made in my entrepreneurial ventures has boiled down to the way that I've packaged the deal, basically. Because, I mean, feel free to argue with me, but nobody is going to do business with you if they don't understand the value that is kind of contained in that transaction. So, all right. Well, without, without... I I feel the energy on this one and I uh, just wanted to uh, share this with you folks, but it's maybe a little bit of tough love for some of you out there. Um, Kind of another lesson that I think is good to keep in the forefront of your mind is you don't have to agree with everything that I'm saying. I don't have to agree with everything that you're saying, but sometimes it's kind of nice to think about, okay, maybe this person has something, maybe there's something to what they're saying and, and, and not necessarily discount it, kind of listen to what they have to say and realize like, okay, there, that's a certain perspective and there's probably some truth in that matter. And, uh, and then after you've kind of absorbed their perspective, then feel free to chime in. And I mean, I am certainly guilty of not doing that. But especially when I'm dictating a piece of mentorship here, it's because the, the, the mentorship specifically in this episode has been, it's been acquired by me because of the experiences that I've had and where I chose to learn in those moments instead of say like, oh, I know better type thing. So, wow, this was fun. All right, folks. Well, hopefully you enjoyed this. Leave your reviews. I look forward to uh, seeing what you have to say. And if you leave a review, I'm super happy to give you a shout out. And I'll talk to you soon. All right, peace.